Welcome to the Philosophy of Fighting Podcast with your hosts, Arturo and Anu. All right, we're on episode 26. I think this episode came about because we had disagreed on a little bit of something. Yeah, and usually a lot of times me and Arturo agree on stuff. I mean, I, and we still kind of do agree on this, but uh, I think we have two different viewpoints. And so mm. I figured it'd be a fun little uh, debate and curious what you guys think as well. So we'll probably throw up the question on Instagram with like a poll tomorrow. So the idea is that Gable Stevenson, American gold medalist wrestler, made big waves. And there have been a lot of other wrestlers that have come over to MMA and have done very fairly well, especially gold medalists. And so now we have this idea of, or at least Gable's considering either MMA or WWE. And he even went to go and say, oh, whoever pays me the most, that's what I'll do. And I'd like to add, he also said the same thing about football. Oh, where okay. he goes, I would also play football too. And there is some uh, history of this where Stephen Neal was a wrestler in college and in fact never played football and then ended up having a 10-year career in the nfl oh wow yeah so but same premise of what arturo said where he goes i'll do either wwe or any pro pro wrestling mma or football whoever pays me the most and right now he's also mentored by brock lesnar so and brock lesnar actually did all three as well he never made an active nfl roster mm-hmm. but uh brock lesnar has experience in all three they both went to the university of minnesota and uh, gable stevenson is actually very close to uh the wwe family there's pictures of him with like triple h and uh stephanie mcmahon he even like low-key joked hey i'm already i may already have a contract with them you know and he, mm-hmm. he was even at a show once where they celebrated him and they put up some uh, info on the screen, like this is Gable Stevenson, Dan Hodge trophy winner, which is like the Heisman Trophy of wrestling. And he was getting a lot of shine. Also, just recently this weekend, he also put out a tweet where you saw him, Gable Stevenson, talking to John Jones. And John Jones is like, look, if you're going to get into MMA, you got to train at Jackson Winklevon, come down to New Mexico. And Gable Stevenson is like, hell yeah, I want to roll. And so it looks like John Jones and Gable Stevenson might become uh, training partners. So really, the whole world is open to Gable Stevenson. And me and Arturo were, I guess, debating as to not only what should Gable Stevenson do, but what should be the UFC's mentality when it comes to Gable Stevenson? Should they treat him like a hot prospect and pay him what he wants to bring him on board? Or should he be treated like anyone else that's just a regular prospect because he's not technically a fighter fighter he's mm. a wrestler yeah and, and so that, that, that's the too like what does gable mm-hmm. stevenson want well it's apparently whatever gives him the most money i'm i'm tempted to believe that he's actually just doing this uh social media publicity just to kind of drive up his price you know what i mean like oh everyone of wants course. me if he just kind of teases everyone he'll do more he's a smart man and look he clearly has the talent so why not also build up on the clout? Because the clout mm-hmm. help, will help you earn that little bit of extra money. And he's not doing it being outlandish. He's just doing it being himself, which is fun. And you're seeing like all these celebs. And he was also the first American heavyweight gold medalist in something like 20 years. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he or maybe even close to 30. 
And uh, he's like 285 pounds. He does somersaults after he wins. He literally won the gold medal on a last second uh, maneuver. Like, and he's named Gable Dan Stevenson after U.S. Dan wrestling Gable. legend Dan Gable, who also won a gold medal. So really, this kid is in many ways destined to be like one of the greats. Yeah. Um, so, Arturo, do you want to give... How, how should we get into it? Do you want to give your perspective first or should I put that? Should I just, I'll mention the poll that I put out there. Okay, go ahead. Right, we'll start that way. So then I put out a poll on the Instagram that said, should the UFC pay Gable Stevenson's price and bring him on board? Like, is this an example of the UFC being cheap and not wanting to potentially bring the best talent? And the options were, hey, money equals talent. You have to pay more for the growth of the sport. Or it was, this is a necessary evil. This is economics. And the fact that we have been cheap has brought the sport to where it is today. And uh, most people voted like, no, pay these people more money. And this would be an example of the UFC being cheap. Now, Arturo, who is definitely adamant that fighters should be getting paid more money, believed though that the UFC shouldn't pay Gable Stevenson right now say he wanted like a million for like two fights you know like i think arturo's give us your yeah so gable stevenson while being a phenomenal wrestler has never fought uh this is like i mean we can use the analogy if you want like someone playing another sport like oh i want to try my hand at a different sport and even you know you might say like uh those traits that success will help translate it's still unproven and so it seems just like a big risk to do that And it just seems like if you're going to call the UFC the major leagues, then the minor leagues are other organizations. So why doesn't he do those other organizations first, prove himself, and then the UFC would give him the money? Yeah, I see. And I get what you're saying. When I I heard that at first, I was like, but I also feel like in some arenas, there are extenuating circumstances. And so we have these like different levels of fighting, right? Like MMA is mixed. It's everything. But you have Muay Thai, you have boxing, you have wrestling. Like, if you are the best in the world at one of those, I believe you jumped the line a little bit. And part of business is taking risks. And so, yeah, you're going to take a risk on somebody that has the potential, though, to be an incredible competitor and raise the level of your sport. Plus, not for nothing, I think he will attract a lot of fans. And so I, I see it as a smart business decision. And I see it as a smart fighting decision. Also, the thing is this. I don't believe he's going to fight right away. Uh, Ben Askren put out a quote where he said, give Gable Stevenson 18 months, and I think he wins the heavyweight championship. So 18 months of training with people like John Jones and whatnot. And that's the way I'm looking at it, too. I feel like, yeah, in other sports, sometimes they pay you prospects. You come in and you train. You don't necessarily fight right away. But like, all right, here's this money so you're not wasting your time at WWE. And here you are trading 18 months and then you come on board and even if he loses two three fights it'll be fun to watch him lose two three fights because people then be like holy shit how good are the people in the ufc if gold medal heavyweight champions can't even win yeah that's automatically my standard process of thought anyway what do you mean is that a gold medalist can't just come into the ufc and win so here's the difference let's call it how it is wrestling while it is a form of combat it is not the same as like boxing, right? If Tyson Fury, who's the heavyweight champ, wants to come to MMA, all the world's eyeballs are on because boxing is like 
that's combat, right? Like it's different. So Tyson Fury, yeah, he gets a pass. But wrestlers, it's different. Wow. They're not not finishing anyone, right? There's no submission. There's no knockout. There's no finish in terms of like a casual fan. You know, of course, the pin is huge and a dominant position, but it's still not the same. I didn't think you were going to come at it from that angle. And I think that's interesting. So, but I thought you were, okay, this isn't the hierarchy, but you are putting a hierarchy in the sense of saying like probably a boxer or a Muay Thai guy, you would put at a higher level than the wrestler guy to start. Even though wrestling is the most important part of MMA. Yes. Well, I guess it depends on the person, of course. Depends on the artist, but usually, yes. Yeah, usually, right? right? Wrestling's the most In this instance, boxing sells. Wrestling doesn't. So, of course, financially, it makes way more sense to have a boxer come in because that's what sells more. A wrestler, even the gold medalist, is not really going to be a huge draw. I think in America it will be. And I think Gable Stevenson is... Because you have some pro wrestling fans. You have people that know. He's like in the know now. Like he's like one of the hottest prospects. So here's another difference. will bring. Is you look at it as if he eyes. accepts the WWE contract that he can never do UFC. No, I don't look at it that way. Oh, okay. I, well, you said it was kind of a waste. And I'm like, that's not a waste at all. In my head, it is a little bit of waste. You should maximize your time training, especially if you want to be the best in the world. Gable Stevenson's exact quote was like when they asked him about MMA, he was like, who wouldn't want to be the baddest man in the world? And to me, like if you have the potential to be the baddest man in the world, like that's something money can't buy, you know? And and look, I get it. No, I'm just comparing like 100 million to 90 million. Obviously, if it was like broke versus rich, like, no, you can't eat legacy like he also said and Mayweather said. But if it's close money, come on. To know that you're the best in the world, I think you cannot put a price. Maybe he values being an entertainer more. Potentially. But I also think he said with the money, and if you're the UFC and you want to prove that you have the best combatants in the world, and this guy has a chance. I'm not saying he is going to, but he's got like a decent chance compared to the rest of the prospects out there based on his ability to wrestle. I feel like it's the UFC's duty to bring him on board. You don't want to lose that talent. It's like any so, business. Like Facebook so doesn't want to lose a good propose, computer engineer. Yeah, what would you propose specifically? Like, oh, we're just going to sign you for two fights two years like what does a contract like that look like i think you should pay him well not like you're paying him like to be a champion already to do what specifically like to take fights or to fight down yeah, the line no, or to train? No, no, yeah he should fight be like look we're paying you now pay a little bit to just train and not do anything else and then have like all right we'll give you half a million like per fight like here's two million dollars for fights it's like a three-year contract like that's a pretty decent deal so when like, do you think it, his first fight should be? I think it should year? be 18 months. 18 months. Yeah. Or give him like a year and give him like something low, like the way you're doing Greg Hardy, you know, like you work him up. So do you think this would also set a bad precedent for someone just taking that money and then not really ever accepting the fight? No, but then UFC has the best lawyers in the world. They're scumbags. Like they would never allow something like that to happen. Plus, I mean, it's not just the UFC. It's athletic commissions and stuff, too. All Gable had, would have to do is just basically get a doctor to be like, oh, he's not in good health to be performing. But then, then, but then he could never wrestle. He could never do pro wrestling. He'd never be able to do anything. 
he, no athletic commissions approving pro wrestling. That's no, but the, no, but it would be like a firefighter that's on disability and then he plays softball. Like you'd get in trouble. Like I mean, there there'd be something. Look, what I'm saying is that like you could also use this as leverage where like if the UFC pays you for this, you know, you come around, maybe you hold out, you go for more money. It already sets a precedent of like high pay for a guy that is really just we have no idea if he's a good but fighter. It, but it's but it's not. So, yeah. Look, look how much Logan Paul gets paid. It's just money based on your influence and ability. But at least he's that, a that's gold the difference, medalist. though, is Gable the medal. influencer. Like a Paul brother? No. Is he no, but he could be. money as Tyson Fury? No. But I think I think he could in the next 18 months, like Gable has like something like 400,000 Instagram followers. Like tons of Americans know him now. He's like an American hero. You know, especially if he signs with the UFC, you don't think they could get like ESPN to like put up Gable Stevenson statistics and imagery and like use that machine. Like they're all part of the same system now. If you cannot build up a guy like Gable Stevenson, it means you're not good at running your organization. And I'm not saying he's going to be a good fighter, but the promotional material is there. But don't you think that could be like such a time and money sink? No, you that's what you're supposed to money into him. And he you just gets mo- washed away like CM Punk or something. I mean, he won't be no. like that. But yeah. you get the idea. And so this is what I'm also saying. If he does get washed away, that just hypes up everybody else that's already in the UFC because it's like, look, this gold medal wrestler couldn't even fucking hang. So it's a way of just showing how great you are already. Yeah, but I don't know if you need the money to do that. Maybe. They have I mean, money. Actually, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I'd much rather see Gable versus Tyson Fury. I would like to see that too. I would, yeah, but, uh, like, but, like but the boxer versus a wrestler and make them fight in MMA. I'm like, that's, I don't want that. I love that. But all I'm saying is <laughs> it's the UFC's duty. It's any business's duty to try to bring out the best product. Look, even in baseball, the Pittsburgh Pirates, I think it was, they made like a movie about it, but they're like trying to find pitchers. And they're like, let's go to India. Like they play cricket. Like it's two totally different sports. But some of those cricketers could throw like 100 miles an hour. And it's like, maybe it'll work. And Mm -hmm. your baseball team that already has like payrolls of $100 million, what is it to risk some money, like a million dollars, to potentially find like a new pool of talent that was undiscovered? Plus, you can then get a new new pool of fans to come and join. And so like, I don't see like, yeah, you might lose a okay, couple so maybe, million dollars on Gable Stevenson, but yeah, you're a fucking business. You should have some money for like R and D and risk evaluation. Right. And like what you can bring. That's what this is to me. I mean, development, research and development. I don't think you need that. It's not like the UFC is starving for fighters. I think it's starving for more top level talent. And I think like, that's the thing. There's a lot of, superstars that are being washed away and look at how the ufc treats like some of its top stars they don't want to pay him i mean so that's why you, i related this to money the ufc pursue tyson fury or jake yes Paul? yeah no no not jake Paul. tyson oh. fury sure because it's about talent it's it's a combination of talent and clout right now jake paul is straight clout but if jake paul continues to beat people then yeah bring him on board too why the fuck not but yeah, the UFC, if Tyson Fury goes, hey, I might want to do MMA, pay me. Fuck yeah, pay the man. He's one of the best in the world. And if your guys beat him, great. If they don't beat him, also great. It's, you're going to make money and you're going to, people want to watch a good fight. 
And so why not have some of these people on board? What if, what if Gable, and this is, this is what I think, he has only intentions to sign for the WWE and then build a persona that would still help sell in the UFC down the line. Because he, yeah, I- he could still train while he's doing the WWE. There are multiple WWE members on the roster that train in MMA or combat sports as like their supplement and their moveset in WWE is very MMA-like. And so I don't see why that would be... I mean, there's professional MMA guys in WWE. So I don't see why choosing the WWE in the meantime wouldn't be a bad choice, both for WWE, Gable, and the UFC. All right, I understand this. Part of me thinks it's like if somebody gets drafted to the NFL, but the CFL is like, no, we'll pay you more for a couple years. And Mm -hmm. he's like, all right, cool. I'll go to the CFL for a little bit, and then I'll go to the NFL. And it's just like... That looks that makes the NFL look worse. You know, it's like you have two women in your life, one you love and one that's like nice. And you're like, well, let me date the nice one first. And like, and, you know, like work out and then I'll move on to the one I love. It's like kind of like I, I don't think of it like that. I think that's fair because sometimes you might go to the CFL and not even do that great. And you know, shouldn't have gone to the NFL. But then he missed out on the big contract. So it sucks for him. But he went to the CFL. They were paying him more. I know I, it, it just makes, I would feel bad if I wanted somebody for my business and then he's like, I'm going to go with the other person. And it's like, kind of like, it's like companies hiring top talent. Yeah but, yeah. but Google doesn't want to lose top talent to Facebook. Like you want the best. And that's the thing. Like to me, Gabe Stevenson, Gable Stevenson is a top talent. And so if the UFC is just like, no, no, we're not even going to think about signing. I'm like, and you just let him go to the WWE, it better be because WWE offered like five, 10, 20, like some absurd amount of money. But if it's something like a couple million dollars, how are you not investing that in the possibility of like somebody that could be great? Especially like wrestling is like one of the foundations of the UFC. Like this could just help every other wrestler in America want to pay more attention to the UFC, watch more fights, like, care about it more it's just good for your place in society and sports so why aren't we saying the same thing about a gold medal for boxing or i am saying the same thing if if, if one of those guys wants to go and it's like they're like hey i could go to boxing but i'll go if you pay me more i'll i'll start training mma yeah these are all talented people like and the UFC should be like deciphering like, yo, I think this guy has it. You know, maybe the mentality. I'm not saying sign everybody just because they have a medal. Mm-hmm. But Gabe Stevenson is a freak talent. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and like so some of those freak talents, it's like you got to do what's necessary. And if there's a freak talent boxer, like freak talent judo guy, like freak talent, it's like, yo, that's like worth an investment. Yeah, but I'm sure like, again, like see how John Jones sees it's like, oh, come to my gym. Like, let's see the coaches see it. The coaches will develop it. You know what I mean? Like the UFC doesn't have to have their hands on it. But that's what makes the fight game like a little, it makes it great too, but it's like a little, it's like just so segmented and decentralized Mm -hmm. where at least like the UFC should be like, look, we also have some people that could evaluate stuff, (laughs) you know, like they're like the main organization and you're like, oh my God, this guy's got something, you know? And then suggest to him, hey, Jackson Winklejohn, there's uh, Henzo Gracie Academy, there's Faraz Sahabi, like, you know, like here are different gyms you could go to. Educate him, be like an ambassador and be like, yo, you could do anything that you want, but here's some stuff that we know. 
American I mean, top team. You know what I mean? They could already be doing that. They just don't they could be. be monetarily involved. Yeah, they could be. But I just believe they should be. You monetary is you put your money where your mouth is. Like if you don't put money into it, if you're the king organization, aren't you constantly saying prove yourself? Yeah. But like I said, th- like sometimes there are outliers. And this guy proved himself by winning a gold medal. So now it's like, all right, go train with these people. We'll talk to these people. Train 18 months. And here's like a retainer. Here's like a basic contract. And once you start getting these fights, we'll guarantee this price for these next three fights. Do well in those. He could renegotiate. Because look, the floor. That might be tough, especially at heavyweight. Because like heavyweight's already hard to find fights on the pro scene. And so I can't imagine like, oh, gold medalist wrestler trying to find local fight. No, but he could fight nationwide. Like, I don't know how many people are going to say yes to that fight. I think everybody says yes, because that's also what makes fighters fighters. Like in the UFC, like people wanted to fight Greg Hardy because they knew, hey, this is going to impact me. There's going to be some people that are like, let me fight Gable Stevenson. Like, let me be the one that like, because they know it's going to help them. Someone. It's just not going to be, I think. I think people are find much more secure about their or insecure about their records and potentially losing now more than ever. Yeah, but to start, and if you lose to like somebody that's great, look, they found Francis Ngannou fights. They'll find Gable Stevenson fights. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I just think it'd be exciting, and I think with the uh, wrestling, the floor is higher, meaning like the average wrestler will be paid way more than the average UFC fighter, but the ceiling of a UFC fighter, you could be one of the most respected in the world. You know, like you do good, you win a bunch of fights, you're going to make way more money than you would have ever made in the WWE. And so part of me like sees it as like, yo, you bet on yourself, Gable Stevenson, and the UFC should make it in his worthwhile to bet on himself. So here's another thing. So like, if he signs with the WWE, the WWE would be training him. If he signs with the UFC, the UFC wouldn't be training him. No. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's, that's, a different, that's different because then it's like, are they even investing in the product? Like, even if you're looking at it from his point of view. Yeah. Look at, the, look at what happened with baseball. They brought Shohei Otani over from Japan, mm. right? Part of that is Major League Baseball, the organization doing that. But then all the different teams had a chance to sign him. And so this is the way I look at that. Like, the UFC goes, hey, we're going to sign you. But yeah, here, you could train at Henzo Gracie Academy. Uh, TriStar Gym, you could train Matt Hume, you could train American Top Team, you could train with Wonder Boy. Here's a bunch of gyms that are good, and all those gyms yeah, do their best to attract Gable. That That's a hard like analogy to make because those aren't teams in the UFC. But it's kind of like it. It's decentralized. There are teams. Yeah, they're you not always, really like profiting. Yeah, I don't know. That, that's it's close hard... enough. The gym is profiting off their fighters. The fighters profit off the gym. Like it, it goes both ways. And, and it, I think it's good because then he gets the choice, right? It's not like the NFL where you're just drafted and you have to play for wherever city they pick you. Mm-hmm. Like Otani had the choice of like picking a team. He's like, no, I want to be in California. He gets to play with Mike Trout. He gets to be a little bit closer to Japan. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, he might be right now and they've risked money to get him, a lot of money, unsure mm-hmm. of how good he would be. Right now, he's easily the most famous person in the major, comparing him to Babe Ruth, right? And there's been a Baby, lot of Japanese. Things. Yeah, amazing. I started watching highlights. I used to love baseball, and I kind of stopped watching baseball. I've gotten bored. And then, like, a few weeks ago, I was like, let me look up highlights of this guy. This guy's doing everything, yeah. And to me, like, 
there's a chance Gable could do that, right? Most, most people, most Japanese players that came, some were good, some were bad, some were fizzled out. He's the first that has this. And that, that's the risk right, you do. So in the UFC's point of view, you have all these people fighting in all these different organizations where you can really measure and see their worth. Why would they even feel the need to take this risk on this guy? Like, I, I just think he's so much more. I guess that's what it comes down to. I just feel like he's so much more of a shot in the dark than these other guys. I think because the UFC is cheap, the UFC could be signing some guys and they choose not to because also like part like they didn't sign John Fitch because they didn't want to pay him and they didn't like that he how he won. John mm. Fitch was like great at taking people down, smothering them and never really finishing them, but like dominating them in a really annoying way, right? Like the fans didn't love him. The mm. fighters didn't love fighting him. And the UFC was kind of like, fuck you. It's so like the UFC is like douchey sometimes. Gable could suck. But even if he does suck, like I said, this is still a win for the UFC because it's like, look how good we are. It doesn't even matter if you're a gold medal heavyweight champion. Like you might not even be able to compete against our guys because fighting is different. And you may be 100% right, Artie. Fighting is different. Yeah. He's not even a fighter. But I think that still helps the UFC if he gets his ass kicked and it helps the UFC if he wins. To me, it's a win-win for them. They should be bringing him on board. I would say as it opposed depends to on fighting his opponent. Sports. He should fight Greg Hardy and like smash him. <laughs> like that would be sick. Like something like that. Somebody good. You know, like whatever they did, give him one really easy fight, then somebody like Greg Hardy, and then you start giving him like somebody like Curtis Blades, you know? And so then you, you give think, him like a champion. Do you think the UFC would be dumb if they said, All right, Gable, we will give you a one fight contract, we'll give you fifty thousand to show. 50,000 to win. It's not enough. That's not enough money. Okay. So you, you think can make, okay. yes, make $50,000 going to a club or something, signing autographs. He can make more in WWE, but the UFC will give him that. Do you think he should take that? No, no. That's a terrible contract. He should say, give me four fights, two and a half million dollars. That's it. Four fights. Yeah. So you're getting paid about half a million a fight. Yeah. He can bring Dude, at least $100,000. 90% yeah. of the UFC. Yeah, CM Punk made a lot of money. He made more than 90% of UFC, and he had no none of the talent. He had just clout. This guy he, has talent and CM, clout. I don't think CM Punk made that much. I feel like he made 200. CM Punk made a staggering $503,000 in his last UFC fight. Dang. And his last annual WWE paycheck was $1.1 mm. The rumor is he's coming back to um, wrestling in AEW. Okay, so if you if you're paying CM Punk half a million dollars, you should be paying Gable Stevenson six hundred thousand. Ah, ah, but that was a mistake. No, it was still a win because he got dominated and people enjoyed watching it. You can't do circus fights all the time, but if you do it like one percent of the fights, okay. I, I think Gable Stevenson either gets humbled or humiliates somebody, and it's a great fight. Yeah, but I would also argue that CM Punk is a greater draw than Gable Stevenson. But like I said. I'm looking at the balance of everything. You're taking just the clout of CM Punk. He was truly a circus. This yeah, I'm, just, I'm, I'm literally talent. trying to look at it like business. I'm looking at it like business too. Every show, if the Angels didn't sign Shohei Atani, they would be in a much worse off position financially. That's different. He was playing baseball sign, still. But in, in Japan, where yeah, it, okay. there's well, slightly the different rules. Playing- Fighters fighting in PFL or Total Combat or something, they're still playing the sport. 
Yeah, but there's a lot of Japanese fight players that have come here that didn't do good. Yeah. So, and there's a lot of UFC. There's a lot of Olympian wrestlers that did amazing. There's, there's a good track rest. There's a good track record. Yeah, some didn't, but it's worth the risk. That's what I'm saying. <sighs> if every business waited for like a hundred percent guarantee, that's a shitty business. No, and of course, business is risky. You gotta take risks. Calculated risk. Yeah, I don't know. I guess that's the difference between us. Is you just think like he has a higher chance of being good, and I just think he's more like shot in the dark, fifty-fifty. See, to me, his high risk of being good is fifty-fifty, and then that means like fifty-fifty oh, to me. Fifty-fifty to me is a hundred percent. You make that bet if you're a business. If you're if you're a venture capitalist and you're investing in startups, your goal is that okay. That's different. One percent of your investments, one to three percent of your investments, will make up ninety percent of your profits.、Mm-hmm. Meaning, most of the things you invest in will lose, but that one company that becomes the billion-dollar company nets you a couple hundred million dollars.、Yes. And to me, businesses should be looking at things like that way. Same thing with baseball. Like, if you have a hundred prospects, hey, if ten turn out good, fantastic. You didn't lose money on the ninety. That that all that money is for those ten. And I look at the same thing with Gable Stevenson in the UFC. Like you're investing in everybody. If he works out, great. If he doesn't, it doesn't. But it's still part of the pool of talent. And if you're being cheap with talent, you're going to hurt yourself in the future. I don't, know, I don't think they've been hurting, and they've been cheap with talent. <laughs> no, they haven't been hurting, but they could be better. I like I was. I'm. I wanted to be like the NFL. I wanted to be one of the biggest sports in the world. And I think like you got to be a little bit less cheap now. And I think with somebody like Gable Stevenson, like it makes sense. Yeah, I guess I, it's just different. We're we're gonna we're gonna differ on here. I, I think it's I, I'm gonna wait to see how he does in that sport. Yeah. Okay. So like,、All、if、right. a PFL or Bellator wants to sign him before me, so be it. And if、Definitely、he does not. well there, if he does well there, I can always offer him the money then. Yeah, but but then they already have on their contract, so I wouldn't take that risk. But I get what you're saying. But if I'm the UFC and I want to be the best in the world. I think you must take chances. I think you can still be the best in the world and hold off. Not if he dominates his heavyweight division, and then some UFC heavyweights go, "Hey, you know what? I'm going to go to Bellator. They actually got great talent there too, and they pay me more." And now you're like allowing your competitor to get much stronger. The UFC already has the press of being the best, so they can be like, "Oh, that's cool. You do that in PFL. Maybe you should come over here and test yourself but, against but the big boys." But they already but have that standard set. But but it's starting to crack. And you need to also think long term too, you know. And so, like, some of that is starting to crack. But we'll see. I wouldn't take that risk with somebody like this guy. I don't want Bellator to get any of that shine. If if he signs with Bellator, I'm watching that fight. If he signs with PFL, I'm watching that fight. Sure, I'm gonna watch wherever he goes. Heck, if he's in WWE, I'm gonna be watching anyway. But but that's、um, that's, that's what I'm saying. So there you go. Yeah,、so、but you see. What's money at that point? It's not that much money. If he wants ten million dollars, don't do it. But all these sports leagues make plenty of money. So if you're going to start being cheap with potential talent like that, you deserve what's going to happen to you in the future. So would you put anyone else on his level in terms of talent today, or I don't know, previous times? Yeah, like for example, somebody like LeBron James, <laughs> like you know, like ten、mm-hmm. years ago. He he could have easily been somebody that's like a heavyweight champion if he had the desire to even want to try to be. Yeah, didn't another sport offer him a contract or something? What was that? I don't know. Khabib just signed a minor league、uh, soccer deal. I saw that in Russia. I'm like, good. Why shouldn't they sign him? You know, he's an amazing athlete. It's like Tim Tebow signing with baseball and going back. 
like some of these people are athletes. Give them a chance. It doesn't totally hurt. CM Punk was a circus circus. This guy's a gold medal. Let me just look up LeBron James's dimension. Oh, he's huge. LeBron, but he did get a contract to play somewhere. He has it hung up in his house. Russell Wilson got drafted by the Yankees. Oh, I knew that. Yeah. Kyler Murray got drafted by the Oakland Athletics. There we go. And so, yeah, you see people determining. Like, LeBron got three. something. LeBron James is 6'9", 250. Mm-hmm. He would have been like Stefan Struve, but way faster and like just perfectly built, you know, like to do any. Who knows like how good some of these like physically gifted people could Tyson be. Tyson Fury is most of that size, too. Yeah, I would love to see. That's what I'm saying. Like Tyson Fury in MMA, LeBron James. Tyson Fury, like you said, though, it is much closer to combat. So somebody like LeBron James, we'd have no idea about. But the fact is, in the UFC, we've had people like Matt Mitrione and Brendan Schaub, who were like low-level football players with some wrestling capabilities. And they came into the UFC and did decent. Mm -hmm. And so it's just like, I don't know. There's so many athletes out there in the world that could be great if they wanted to fight. Yeah. yeah, Greg Hardy did decent. There used to be a guy in the Giants. He was a defensive tackle, Dalvin Tomlinson. He's like 6'2", 310. And uh, he was the defensive tackle at Alabama. And he's like, oh, yeah, nobody could take me down. He was like a wrestling champion. He mm. almost went into wrestling and went to try to do the Olympics, but he went into football because it paid more and he loved football. And, yeah, if I'm the UFC, I'm starting to try to bring some of these people that are uber-talented in physically gifted fair i would just say with whatever your budget you have to do that just pay the fighters you already got now yeah okay yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm not totally i'm not totally against that but mm-hmm. i think i think you always need a little bit of a budget that's like a risk budget that's like r&d research and development and yeah some people are like oh why are we spending money on research and development if we can't sell that stuff now and market our stuff that we have now it's hurting today's bottom line that research and development can help you find that next gate, great talent, that next thing to sell, and that sets your company up forever. Mm. So it has to be like a balance. And I, I would just like to see a little bit more balance in this area from the UFC. Not people like CM Punk that are circuses, but like, you know, there's some basketball player, there's some football player, there's somebody like Tyson Fury, Ryan Garcia, the boxer. Like, so have you it, said no to interest. Jake Paul. I would bring Jake Paul too, but later let him win oh, a couple okay. more fights. Oh, okay. If he beats Tyrone Woodley, then it's like, all right, you, you're you're handling yourself with some pros. All right, come on board. Now let's see. You know? Okay. There's a fine line. You don't want to be a circus. You don't want to be WWE. You you want some people to prove themselves. I just believe a gold medal is enough to prove yourself. In wrestling. <laughs> yeah, in wrestling. You know, even like judo, I, I I wouldn't care. Like, you know, Ronda Rousey like had a silver medal or bronze medal in judo. Like if you're the best in the world at your particular craft, that's like a combat sport. Like, all right, I'll give you a go, you know? So a boxing gold medalist. Yeah. Boxing, even karate gold medalist. Okay. You know? That was but another thing I was going to ask. Yeah. You should have the met like, but like I said, I'd be the UFC. I would, I would interview them. I would vet them, you know, like if mm. the karate guy is like, no, I refuse to wrestle and I refuse to do certain things. And like my karate and he's like arrogant and a prick, but he's like, no, I'm not going to sign you. I don't. Yeah. You can that. just go to karate combat or something. Yeah. Dude, dude. But like if they have that in them and you believe like they could be like a prospect and they have that spirit of like, Hey, I want to be the best in the world. then yes, you, you got to bring those types of people on board. I believe it also 
it'll get you in the good graces of all the people that are trying to get into the Olympics. And there's still something special about the Olympics. There's still something special about amateur sports. It may not happen forever because the Olympics are also corrupt. But, you know, while there is that special thing, like, do you want people to dream? The fact that we're starting to go to space again, you have some kids that are like, hey, I want to be an astronaut. You know, like it helped, like it, mm-hmm. it, it, it gives them that goal. And, you know, similarly, like all these people are trying to get into the Olympics. Like, hey, well, maybe I'll get into the UFC after, you know, like I know there's like that little. Right. Pipeline. You're painting and, a path that's a little bit more. Yeah, exactly. So that, that's the other reason I look at this. It's just like it's an investment, you know, like even if he doesn't end up doing good. Yeah, it is interesting because most sports have like a scholastic path to yes. also go pro. But MMA has none. I think that's a good way to angle that argument. All right. Dope. Dope. So let's slightly uh, shift it. So, yeah, if there were like, say, three people that you were curious about, right? And like the UFC would pay them the money to fight. Oh, and okay. it, money, money doesn't matter. We could just do one in one. You know, it's not like a game, but like just curious. Okay. Like, who, who, who are people? You said Tyson Fury. Right away. Number one. Right. And so why? Give, give us a little bit about Tyson Fury. Like what makes you? Why is he your Undefeated number one? heavyweight champion. I mean, he moves incredibly fast. He loves cross training. He does bare knuckle. He's actually gotten the ring and kind of wrestled with some MMA guys and stuff too. Mm-hmm. So it's like he teases MMA. It just makes the most sense. The fact that he's even just teasing it. It's like, ah, oh, there might be something to this. Yeah, the Gypsy King. I, I think that would be amazing. And yeah. Great trash would've... talker. Yeah, he, he can finish people. He's... He's got it all. It's a full package. Great, interesting story. And yeah, huge. And at one point, the best boxer in the world was the baddest man alive. Mm-hmm. And I think I think it would just be such a great fight to have like, all right, this baddest man alive versus this baddest man alive. And mm-hmm. and I don't think it would ever hurt either sport because for Tyson Fury to win, he has to have some takedown. Defense. He has to become a little bit of that. And the yeah. same thing with the MMA guy. So I, I love that answer. If you didn't pick that, I would have picked that. Yeah, and my dude. first answer was LeBron just because he was okay. a prodigy, mm-hmm. right? LeBron was the chosen one, physically crazy gifted, yes. super agile, super fast, jumps super high, a physical specimen like that, like a basketball player. I'm curious how he does in a fight. Because part of the reason I love fighting and I don't think it just translates to just talent. I think something happens to you psychologically when you get punched. And it mm. doesn't matter how physically fit you are. Like, do you like getting punched or do you not like getting punched? And I think it's a great equalizer with fighting. So, uh, all right, I, I would go with LeBron. So who would be your other one? Who would be somebody else you'd like? Gosh, I also think Tyson Fury, like, even if Nagano wanted to cross over the boxing, I feel like you're still going to get the same fight, whether Nagano versus Tyson <laughs> MMA or boxing. That's the brilliance of it. I love that. You're right. You're because I don't know. Nagano is getting a lot better. Nagano has some subs on his on his on his uh, record. Yeah. Crazy Kimura. So wait, I I would love (laughs) to see that. That would be fun as hell. I could see them like working out like a gentleman's agreement. Yeah, we're standing up till maybe we're not standing up. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. Now, if I'm looking at just like. Any talent in the world, like any sport, anything. Yeah. I would just say no circus stuff, but like, yeah. Oh, okay. No circus. All right. Because um, then I would be like, oh, Miley Sasha, you know? <laughs> like Venus Williams. Oh, that's such a good answer. That would be sick. Super dominant. She's kind of yoked. She got cardio. She got intensity. I don't know. I just feel like 
great sprinting ability, movement, great agility. Like obviously, like hitting a tennis ball with power is mm -hmm. like there's some transference there. Yes, and people always try to say how she might be the greatest female athlete ever. Right, and and I think there is some, like you said, there's there's like a little bit of overlap in tennis technique and fighting technique, and it's a thinking man's game a little bit too, a lot of strategy, like. She definitely has the mentality of a champion and the mentality. Yeah, like, I, I, honestly, if I'm picking, tactician. like, a pro-level woman fighter, like, locally versus Venus Williams, I'm like, oh, shit, I think I'm picking Venus. She's definitely hard to take down, hard to catch, right? I just imagine she, yeah, is so strong. I, that's a great, great answer. Yeah. I, I would watch it, too, that. man, yeah. All right. What are some, who's, like, a full, oh, another heavyweight and just this guy kind of looks like gable stevenson and so okay. it, it made me like aaron donald the de defensive tackle of the of the rams yeah come on this guy he's not that tall i think he's like six foot but he's like 280 with abs mm -hmm. like legit eight pack abs and on every play there are two 320 pound men trying to stop him and he just uses his leverage to barrel right through them. And I think he like squats like 800 pounds. Like, how do you train that guy? He would be like Derek Lewis. Like, I don't know how you keep him down. If he goes, I want to get up. <laughs> like, how do you keep somebody <laughs> like that down? I would love to see. And he just has, I think, a fighter's mentality. You can't have to just slam into 700 pounds of meat. Every yeah, he does play. a good job. His center of gravity is definitely low. He's huge, thick. You got the, he's super fast for someone that's playing that position too. So fast. Yeah. Yeah, that's he a could, good pick. I would he yeah. He could take people down. He mm -hmm. would be a monster. Mm -hmm. He would be like a physical specimen similar to Francis Ngannou, I think. Like Francis has the height, but in a way it could hurt him against somebody like Aaron Donald because it helps him that he's shorter than all these offensive linemen. He just uses his leverage. Like he will slam you into the cage. Yeah. Take you down, like be vicious. Yeah. Uh, I'll make I one more pick. Um, and a lot of this is just kind of intuition. And I know he's old right now, but in my head, I'm like, this guy can just learn wrestling. I I'm just, he's quick, but it's Manny Pacquiao. Oh, man. Okay. So yeah, you pick two boxers and uh, a tennis player. I know. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. I would love to see Manny Pacquiao too. Yeah, obviously he's a quick draw right away because we, his boxing is well proven. But there's something about the way he moves, his footwork, how fast he is, his training that I'm like, I think he could pick up the wrestling and not like from an offensive standpoint at all, but like defensively, I think he could do pretty well. I think he can clinch well. Like, I don't know. I think especially if you got him a little earlier in his career, he would have panned out real nice. Okay. I'm going to go with, tiger woods whoa okay this is unexpected and this this is i have my own reasoning for tiger woods because there's like a whole bunch of people at one point that were saying how tiger woods might be the best athlete in the world and i want tiger woods to get smashed by like anybody <laughs> that and be like okay you're not the best fucking athlete in the world just you can hit a fucking golf ball you play a game like you don't okay. really play a sport and people are like you know it gets tiring walking around like then fuck you, man. It gets uh, like tiring playing video games. To me, it's closer to esports than real sports. Like, and I would love to see like all those ESPN 
hey, this might be the greatest athlete of our generation. Like, no, just because he lifts weights and hits golf balls. Like, he he's the one unlazy golfer that decided to lift weights, like, for the first time. Like, yeah. no, you're going to get your ass kicked, and it'll be fun to watch. Yo, honestly, though, if Tiger Woods did do MMA and won a match, I think that'd be the funniest shit. Yeah, that would be also cool. To, like, is golf the best Yo, base? Golf. <laughs> yeah. Golf, son. Uh, and 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 I'd also say, like, lastly, I, if if we're gonna pick a baseball player, I want to see that guy Shohei Otani, because oh. he is he is huge, and he's big, and I just like I just feel like he has great hand eye coordination. Obviously, he just. Like he just looks so zen and awesome. I would love to see him. Yeah, I would wonder about a lot of baseball players because they're reacting to pitches in such like fractions of a second. I wonder how that might help them read. Mm-hmm. But only the baseball players that actually really care about their physical fitness. Like some people get like a little Correct. lofty, they hit singles. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you get somebody like Shohei Otani, like, you know, Ricky Henderson back in the day, like super fast, super strong. Like even like a. Even like a bigger Barry Bonds, still like, could you Hell imagine yeah. being like a James Tony, just like very good head movement? Like, mm-hmm. you could just kind of see it, like, oh, maybe that could have happened. They got power. Some, some baseball, mm-hmm. but yeah, yeah, exactly. And I don't know enough about hockey, but whoever's like the best hockey fighter enforcer ever, mm. I think like, I want to see, I want to see him fight. So that, that, that would be fun too. Dude, hockey, I, just think about like, have you, you've been ice skating before, right? Yeah. It's hard. <laughs> yeah. People, people always laugh. because So, like, uh, we recently, we brought my kids to, like, this, like, Santa Fantasyland last Christmas. Mm-hmm. And there's an ice skating rink. And I hadn't gone ice skating since I was probably, like, 14, 13, maybe. Okay. And I got on, and I still could, like, do it. But, like, everyone there, like, there's, like, 50 people there. Are just like falling down their <laughs> nests. Like, you know, like even like my wife, who's like very athletic, is still like, ooh, ooh, you know. Now imagine fighting yeah. without footing. Like, it's just so crazy to me that these guys play a sport on that. I mean, I did when I was young, but like, it's just so funny that people don't realize how hard it is. Now imagine fighting where like your footing is huge to have a transfer of energy. You have no footing, really. Like, it's just so bonkers to me. Yeah. Like, it does make me wonder, like, oh, how good of a fighter is that hockey player? Now he actually has footing. Yeah. And he's got the mentality. They have a they have a mentality. Like, we like fighting. They have incredible endurance, super strong legs, the way they drive on the ice. Durability. Yeah. It's unmatched. Doesn't matter how hard they are. They're good. Yeah, exactly. So that that would be fun to watch. That would be fun to watch. Yeah. Okay, my final circus fight guy that I that I want to say. Okay. If I could watch this person, but it can't be now. It has to be them in their prime. Okay. And I don't know who they fight, so maybe give me an answer of like who they should fight. All right. But I, I want to see OJ Simpson in the octagon. <laughs> I just watched the People versus OJ. It was actually an incredible, like mini series, like television season, like. I didn't realize how important that trial was to American history, but uh, I think he did it. And I think it would be nice to see someone like the way people want to beat up Greg Hardy for being like a domestic abuser. Mm -hmm. It'd be fun to see somebody like, all right, I'm fighting OJ, (laughs) you know, and OJ still like being like, no, no, I didn't do it. Like, 
who the fuck? Like, I got somebody to fuck up OJ that way. But OJ is Heisman Trophy, incredible football player, like incredible athlete, like one of the best ever. Gosh, yeah, you can make him verse a prime OJ Simpson. Well, I guess a prime OJ Simpson is not the one who committed murder. I was thinking of some like real circus things to happen, like because he's a murderer. But, but I'm um, sure prime OJ Simpson was beating his wife a lot and doing a lot of fucked up shit. Like they said, he yeah, was always a dick. dick. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh, <laughs> go I don't from know. Blue. I mean, Herschel Walker had his hand in fight. Yes. Dude, it should be age. Herschel. That'd it should cool. be Herschel Walker. Because I feel like Herschel Walker is a good dude. And yeah. He is jacked too. Also, running back. That's fair. Mm-hmm. That would be ultimate dream circus fight. Herschel Walker versus OJ Simpson. Yeah, that'd be sick. That would be sick. All right. We'll ponder that. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty good, man. That was fun. Yeah, yeah. That this is a good talk. And yeah. it's about exactly an hour. Perfect. Thanks for listening to the Philosophy of Fighting podcast. If you have any questions, suggestions, or if you would like to fight us, send us a DM on Instagram at philosophy underscore fighting.